Hi, welcome back to the Pop Cult Podcast. Today we're going to be answering the question, is Taylor Swift indie? And this is part two. I'm your host, Liv Walton, intercultural religious studies major and section and opinion section editor for Marcel. Yes, and I'm Carter Sawatsky, um, editor of the arts and culture section, English major, and I'm very excited about this podcast topic. Evermore. Yeah. Oh, I'm stoked. This is good. And we got a lot of requests to do this, this is highly requested. I got multiple DMs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got multiple DMs from you. <laughs> <laughs> I did send it to you, but I did get multiple from the public, the general public. And people the were saying they, 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 they literally heard that Evermore dropped and they thought of us. And I think that's yeah. beautiful. That's so special. That makes my heart smile. <laughs> Even seeing like the pop cult podcast on people's Spotify wrapped. I know that was like 10 years ago, um, but that was really beautiful as well. That was so good. I know Queenie tagged us in it and I felt <laughs> I felt elated. I was excited about it. I felt like a pop star myself. Surprisingly, one of my top um, podcasts was the Marcel Sports Podcast. Ooh, I think I listened to a few episodes. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I've listened to it a couple times. I don't do sports very well, but we I did the skate. We did the skate culture episode, which felt like a sports yeah. episode. To me, at least. That's true. Yeah. I guess skating is a sport, but I also see it as more of like... A, an attitude. An attitude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As we discussed in the, in the podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm very excited to be entering into this highly requested era for us. Yeah. But first, we need a rant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, welcome to 2021. 2020 part two, basically. Yeah, seriously. Considering this today... Is- This is a part two episode and a part two year. (laughs) Let's go. No, but literally I was like, 2020 is going to be all right. I was like, 2020, you know, be gone. 2021. And I was thinking new year, new me. But I mean, today's January. What day is it today? 7th. And look what happened yesterday. January 6th. A coup. A literal coup. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I... The double standards are um, immaculate. <laughs> they're they're textbooks, textbook definitions of double standards. No, I like, know. The fact that like all of these white supremacist people, when the BLM protests were going on, were saying like, we never do anything like this. We're never violent. We never blah, 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 blah. Now look at them storming yeah. the heckin' The mother hacking. I was mostly I was mostly surprised. I was like, okay, but I thought like the US spends like trillions of dollars on defense. And then I was like, um just like ca- casually sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office. I'm like, show me that again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. Is my tax dollars go towards yeah, you're Californian. That security. I it wasn't know. there. It wasn't I there. How are you gonna get through this next like two weeks of Trump? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, it's been a lot. And he continues to make a fool of himself, like going around to different, um, like, basically terrorist movements saying that, like, he won. He's like, I won. I'm president. Right. So in, that, in, in that sense, I was like, this is not, this is, feels like a normal day. This feels like a normal day in the Trump era. But I was like, also, the Capitol, like, I thought the Capitol was like, I was expecting, you know, normal, normal riot. If that's any, any, like, you know what I mean? 
But yeah, I mean, I didn't even think the president's dog was allowed to poop on the Capitol <laughs> like grass. That's how sacred I thought it was. And here we are. There was like a Trump flag on top. No, we're all what? shaken. We're all shaken. Shaken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess 2021, you know, we'll have to see on that one. Yeah. <laughs> coos. <laughs> oh, coos. Okay. Just a casual coup. <laughs> Just, just is that your, is that your top pop moment for this year <laughs> already? Top pop moment, casual coup. Actually, one of my top moments is a little bit devastating as well. What? And I'm not I'm not going to go into detail about it because we don't want to get into any trouble. But that press release we got from Trinity. Oh yeah. Yeah, in the fall semester, and one of the human beings involved ended up passing away. And the other human being was charged with manslaughter. Right. So that's a lot. It's a lot going It's a lot of bad press for Trinity as well, which is unfortunate. I know. I saw on like global news and CBC. I was like, huh. Yeah. It's like all confidential at this moment. It's all confidential. It's a really delicate situation. So we need to like handle it delicately. Totally. But. I kind of just wanted to inform our listeners so that yes. they knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we all got in our email box and yeah. Yeah. Check your inbox, be aware and be really delicate with how you talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that was kind of, you know, a flop pot moment, kind of a sad one. Yeah. Kind of a sad one. A better one is the Ratatouille musical. <laughs> It already took place, but basically... Let me explain this because... No, you explain it, but no, I informed you. Explain you. It. I'm you informed explain you. It. You informed me, so you explain it. You explain it. The thing is, I didn't even know about it until, like, most of it was complete. Because it was, like, a TikTok phenomenon of, like, mm-hmm. mid-quarantine. Everyone was bored, and everyone started just, like, creating a, a musical for Ratatouille. And I saw on my For You page, like, a bunch of different, like, cover art. I saw some um, piano b- ballads and... Honestly, I didn't pay for the tickets because I think it aired like what earlier a few days ago, January 4th or something. That was the last yeah, day. January 4th. Yeah. And people paid for it. And it was like people's Christmas gifts I saw on everyone's Christmas feeds. <laughs> and so that's insane. <laughs> yeah. All TikTok the theater kids. Has birthed some interesting things. I even saw someone trying to attempt like a 2020 musical. And like people were talking about like Harry Styles and like Kamala Harris doing like the We Did It Joe and like making all those into like songs. <laughs> but yeah. Crazy. Um, my last top pop moment is Kim and Kanye getting divorced. <gasps> so, so was that official? Um, I don't know if it's official. Yesterday I was looking into it and they were saying um, that they are like di- considering getting divorced. And I heard today that the whole reason is because Kim wants to rethink her life a little bit. Oh, which- oh my gosh. I okay. it makes sense because of Kanye's little like he I guess came out as Christian right and I bet things have just been a well little and since bit... his, and since his presidential run I feel like is more of the key yeah. chaos and true. when I started noticing that they were like fighting or something I just remember seeing you know how they do like the Kardashians do a Christmas card every year mm-hmm. and Kanye's nowhere to be found like what and there's always like oh, a mask yeah. there's always like a mascot person like someone in like there's like a dinosaur if it's like, you know, or, you know, whatever, like, and people are always thinking like, is he in the suit? So that he doesn't, or like, where is he? 
So I don't right. know if he's like necessarily present, but yeah, that's a good point. Which he's, he's pretty active doing, you know, presidential elections and stuff. There's <laughs> a lot of projects. Honestly, I just hope that he doesn't abandon his kids. I know. What does Northwest have to say about all this? I want to hear her speak. Put her on the mic. Put her on the mic. <laughs> next feature, next pop call episode. <laughs> Northwest pop-up. speaks out. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be insane. Okay, but my pop top up moment, pop top, um, has to do with the. There was this other thing that was like going on the whole day of the coup um, about people thinking that Kanye and Jeffrey got together. That was part of the reason why they divorced. Okay, so this was on Twitter, and I was like, no, like, I can't believe this. And then I started seeing the theories of like, they both moved to Wyoming, like, part of quarantine. And I was like, okay, but why would you go to Wyoming? And like, why? get why live there and they're both there at the same time and I'm like okay like maybe this is and then everyone was going wild about it so absolutely wild absolutely wild love um (laughs) so that I don't know if that's true at all but people were freaking out about the rumors I don't know how can 2021 get worse but or better (laughs) I don't know (laughs) um my other moment is Justin Bieber I thought this is a little bit while ago but apparently he said he was going to be a minister and that turned to be fake news um, he was going to like transform Hillsong Church and become a minister. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with Hillsong Church, but that's fine. About their songs, about their church structure? Yeah. about As, an, inter- as an intercultural religious studies major. Yeah. But I won't get into it here. <laughs> this is neither the time nor the place. Next episode. <laughs> Liv okay. talks about why she doesn't like mega churches. <laughs> oh my gosh, that could be a total thing. And then like TV preachers... Yeah, seriously. Okay, but what are you expecting out of 2021? Because I know everyone has a lot of high hopes and COVID doesn't seem to be going away. So what are you expecting like for fashion this year? Okay, for fashion this year, baggy clothes, baggy clothes, baggy clothes, and more baggy (sighs) clothes. Like I think people are just going to fully embrace the Billie Eilish look. (gasps) See, here's the thing is people like uh, in 2016 were like, she wears baggy clothes that's so weird and like now more and more we're like starting to see people where like i mean oversized tees have been a thing but like baggy pants and like people have worn like baggy pants with tight tops and oversized tees with like leggings or like the yoga shorts things like the jogger shorts but now i think we're gonna see baggy and baggy it's just like the baggy and baggy baggy and baggy baggy pants baggy shirt and honestly i I did it the other day Oh, did you? Are you wearing one right now? Are you wearing a baggy outfit? I'm wearing a baggy outfit right now. I'm wearing a baggy dress with a baggy shirt over it. You're changing the world. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think this year... Okay, well, yeah, I agree with the baggy thing because I got for Christmas this, like, big... I think everyone has them at this point. Big sweatshirts, like the big oversized, um, comfy, hoodie, whatever they're called that like it's like a hoodie and it's super oversized it's only one size fits all and it's like it's one of those things it's like a snuggie that just I don't know took over the world yeah and I've been wearing it nonstop. I'm not wearing it right now but it you can really warm up in there <laughs> just in there it's like a little oven for your body <laughs> <laughs> I really think though that this year is the year of surprise albums I think that's what we need at least I do yeah I mean, I think everybody's just going to follow Taylor's suit and just, like, drop surprise albums. It's really, it's the move. Who do you think is um, cooking up some material for us? 
Um, honestly, everybody. Well, um, I mean, Drake already has an album coming out, but I'm not big of a Drake fan. I don't know. Who are you hoping for? SZA, I'm really hoping. Maybe Rihanna. Yeah. Maybe Adele? Question mark? Oh, yeah. Could be. Could be her. Um, Maybe like an actor will get on there. Like Timothy Chalamet will drop, a, drop something. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would be crazy. Wow. Why did my voice just do that? Oh. You're going through your second puberty. Yeah. First puberty was rough, but second puberty has been easy so far. Okay. I also think that Kamala is going to become president somehow. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even know what to think about the current political state, political state of America. I mean, kind of already heard my thoughts, but like, if I'm being real, should I be real for a second? You should be real. That's what the I listeners want. Didn't like. I really, obviously, really did not like Trump for president. But I also am not a huge fan of Biden. Yeah. So I think I was. You you know, it was just like choosing the lesser of two evils is how I saw it, which is like really extreme to say, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Yep. and if you don't agree with me decisions must be made talk about the trump tv network or like the trump radio or something (laughs) he already had a reality tv show what does it feel like to be on a complete news cycle in a reality show it's like i'm living in a big brother Mm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness ah crazy crazy things happening in the world and it's never it's not gonna stop no it isn't but I was happy yesterday night. I we no, what was it? It was the bonus tracks of Evermore came out, and I was so it was so happy. Like it just yeah. made it it just made a bad day better. Good. And do you like any of the new tracks off Evermore? I okay. So as we know from my last our last episode on Taylor, I'm not a huge Taylor fan. I didn't even like yep folklore that much, but um. I did like this second track. What is it called? The second, I'm going to see right now. Okay. Wait, I like, I really liked It's Time to Go. The second. I really liked um, that one too. The lyrics made me really good. Mm -hmm. The lyrics were really good. And that's the thing with the rest of the album is I'm not a huge fan of all the lyrics because some of them felt just like a little bit. um, Tell me how you really feel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Some of I mean, them felt a little cheese ball, but I oh, really like, like like which ones? Because I know that I had a few skips, um, but I still loved it. Like almost equally to folklore, I, people were always asking me like, which one do you like more out of the indies? And mm. I still can't choose. Like I will never forget the feeling of listening to folklore in the summer. But like, wow, this got me through December. This got me through holidays. Mm. I don't know. She was just here for us. Yeah. Honestly, she came at like the perfect time again. It was a good time. We should have we should have stopped coming because where were you when she dropped the album? I mean, it was like her birthday week and we should have seen something coming. Okay, wait, what specifically what was the date? Do you know? It was a okay, December eleventh. Um it was like a normal Thursday or yeah. When just music drops and she was like Thursday. It was Thursday and it was still exam week. No, no, no. Uh, I think it was. 
for us? What was it for I you? Think I, I think it was probably at work or something okay. when it dropped. So I, di- I didn't hear about it till later because I live under a rock. I'm not actually sure how I'm co-hosting this podcast. No, but you, you, <laughs> you heard about it through, no, not me. You heard it through Instagram? I yeah. heard it through a class group chat. Someone messaged me, shout out to Annika. <laughs> and she messaged me their group chat of just like a random like project thing. And, and she's just said that Taylor is doing something crazy. Like go check Twitter and stuff. And I was so like, I don't know how she surprised me again. Like, come on. I remember yeah. perfectly in my last episode, in the last episode when we did um, is Taylor Swift Indie part one. And we didn't know it was a part one. We just knew it was just it's Taylor Swift Indie. And mm-hmm. I said that something to make Taylor a legend is if she dropped another surprise album. And guess what? She she, she, did it. she heard me. She tuned in. She, she said, tuned in and she said, oh my gosh, Carter, brilliant idea. <laughs> she Let heard us. <laughs> Imagine if she actually listened to like that episode. I would die. <laughs> She's like, did you, didn't you even like, not even like folklore that much? No, I didn't like folklore that much because I had a, I had a few reasons. I knew should have gone back and listened and brushed up on what I said, but right. basically I felt like her voice was too breathy and she was trying too hard to be indie. She was Cosplaying. too classically trained. Yeah. Too classically trained to be indie, too much of a pop star to like really have the vocals come through. And also her lyrics are pretty cheesy in a lot of the songs on both folklore and evermore. So I was like having a hard time getting through those. Okay. And I'm like, I like one of my passions, one of my passions is writing poetry. Um, and it didn't no, but I really like you. writing poetry and I've taken a couple classes on it. So yeah. I can be like a really harsh critic when it comes to lyrics. Right. And you're an indie head yourself. Yeah, I like. And so you maybe I think did you take offense when she kind of like stumbled into the industry that you love, or maybe I, calculated? You know, I didn't take offense about it originally, and then you sent me that article. Um, let's was, see, was it the who one at the bottom? It? Yeah, I don't know who it was. It was someone. I think it was Zola Sun or like this indie band that accused Taylor of like did this open letter that was like Taylor, you're cosplaying indie, and like in an industry where everyone's like struggling to survive you're dropping an album in like our favorite in like our hometown you know in our sphere yeah at least that's Basically, what I thought she said yeah um I think it's time 24 news yeah they like released this article talking about how Taylor Swift is taking the steam away from like uh, like actual indie artists right especially during this time where honestly artists aren't making that much money yeah especially indie artists i have to disagree with the person with the with the article and like the the accuser because i'm like huh i really think that i wasn't ready for like a fully blown like happy pop album like i needed something but i also i like growing with the artist usually Mm. except ariana that was a bit harder um to grow with her (laughs) But, (laughs) but i think i was ready for this one and i was even ready for two albums of the same kind of sound ish yeah I just was like honestly surprised by Taylor taking it in the indie direction because I thought she was in the first place. I don't know. I thought she was going to try to do like some sort of like white girl rap little number. Like kind of like Endgame, like um, from her Yeah. 
Yeah, just like after, <sighs> yeah, exactly. That's what you think I she has enough thinking. energy for that? I feel like surrounded by her cats and she's like crafting wraps. <laughs> I don't know. She's getting kind of old. What? She's like 30. Oh my gosh, look that up. Okay, but. She's in her 30s, yeah. So how, okay, let's think cool. about it. Like, I feel like that's just like, that's, I mean, that's old in like the music industry. and like, Exactly. Like that's when people in the music industry kind of fade out. And then I feel like they come back when they're old, like with Houston or like um oh my gosh I have to respectfully disagree this is I feel like she this is the right album for her 30s this is a glass of wine this is um oh it's definitely the right album for her 30s oh it's okay getting old (laughs) (laughs) okay okay I hear you like when is she gonna phase out like Katy Perry phased out after her 30s I think she's still trying, though. I feel like she wouldn't agree that she's phasing out. <laughs> she's like, no, she's holding her kid on her hip. She's like, I'm not phased out. I'm not. <laughs> no, I mean, all of these women, like Nicki Minaj, like, I feel like we didn't even talk about that, but she has a baby. I feel like she's still going. That's true. Babies she don't is, destroy but she's you. the queen of rap. Right. So, like, I feel like Taylor is the queen of pop and, like, we're, and queen of indie now, maybe. Oh, oh, <laughs> was, that a sta- was that a statement? That's a really <laughs> big statement to make, Carter. I think that people that aren't um, a fan of Taylor right now are missing out on like a glorious time in their lives. Like, what else do you have to do? Like, stand Taylor. Come on. Like, don't be don't be immature. <laughs> you can stand Phoebe Bridgers instead. <laughs> stand, you can stand both. <laughs> <laughs> okay but i wanted to read this quote that she um sent she was doing an interview with enemy and i thought it was so interesting I'm going to read a little bit of it she was like oh to put it plainly we couldn't stop writing songs to put it more poetically it feels like we were standing at the on the edge of this folklorian woods and had a choice to turn back and go and go back or to travel further into the forest of this music and they wanted to wander deeper and Okay, so she says later, I love the escapism that I found in these imaginary slash not imaginary tales. I love the way you welcome, I love the ways you welcome, so she's talking about the audience, um, the dreamscapes and the tragedies and epic tales of love lost and found into your lives. So I just kept writing, end quote. Like, that's good. That's so interesting that she didn't like switch up her, did you watch the the documentary that she did? Long Pond? I didn't, no. Okay, I didn't either. But it was just like, I think she talked a little bit about how she loved doing folklore. And I was like, I can tell. She she seems like she liked it. And she still yeah, likes it. She seems like she's having a really good time with it. And in that regards, like, I'm really happy for her. Me too. Yeah. And I think I think she needs this kind of, like, era of, like, fictional kind of storytelling. Um, because, you know, when are you going to... You're. I mean, you pointed out, like, she's getting older and stuff. Like, you kind of have an age where you stop having drama. Or at least, mm. like, stop having public drama. And yeah. what are you going to do then? Like, you have to start, like, kind of making stuff up. You have to start being creative. I mean, mm. she she was always creative, but I think she relied a lot on her personal drama, personal breakups, personal love. And yeah. I think she's being really creative now in a new way. I'm excited about it. Because even if I don't love it, I'm, like, it's still very entertaining to watch happen. And really it interesting is. to watch happen in, as far as the music industry goes. Especially because she's such a trendsetter. Yeah. And I really love, like, the production and how, I don't know, it feels like clearer vocals, too. Yeah, I like the vocals in this album a lot better than I did in Folklore. They're definitely clearer. Definitely, I, yeah, I don't know. I just liked it more. I mean, she's had the same producers on. Like, she had... 
Bonnie Bear and like she had um, Aaron Dressner. Um, she never even met up with them, which was still weird to me. But I guess, you know, we haven't met this semester. You've always been in California and I haven't been. I've been to BC. That's true. Oh, that's sad. That is sad. I know. But to clarify, we have in fact met before in person. <laughs> we have. We're not just internet friends. <laughs> okay, but what did you think about like, it was the same amount of track lists, like it was same tracks, same, it was a similar cover art. Like, how do you feel about the, we were talking a little bit about the cover art earlier. Do you think there's yeah. a the album oh. out of it? Like, what does it give you? She's facing away with her braids. Yeah. So the cover art, I kind of had a theory about it, which, um, you're thinking that she's done with this era. She's turning I'm her thinking, back. Yeah. I think that she's like, she's turning her back against, like she's really coming into herself <laughs> with these albums and she's like turning her back against like her past and like, like, I don't know, like the frugal, not frugal, futile. Is that futile, the, the futile, futile, past. the futile past. Like she's turning her back against it and like walking away. That's kind I of, I don't know for me. I, I was like, I understand that, but I'm also like, she seems like she's diving into this. So I feel like maybe she's just going back into the woods and the next photo, which will be the next album, it'll be like, I'm here. Like, I'm in the woods to stay. Or something right. like that. Right. Based on I her don't quote, know. that seems a lot more um, feasible. <laughs> but she also said that she was kind of, like, feeling after Evermore, like, this was done. Like, this chapter of her life is done. And, like, maybe she'll just release re-recordings of her old stuff now. I don't know. Yeah. It's very interesting. I would like to see some EDM remixes of um, no. her old songs like which one i'm i'm literally being so sarcastic right now <laughs> okay good i was like i actually thought you were serious for a second <laughs> yeah you're like Liv, we didn't talk about this we didn't talk about this dumb stuff moment oh <laughs> uh, god i can't imagine edm i mean she already did it in kind of like red 1989 i'm i'm liking this low like what you don't think that's true I don't think Red or 1989 was EDM at all. A little bit. Like, I knew you were troubled. EDM is like... Dubstep, a little bit. And then, like, 1989, there was some... (laughs) (laughs) When you can't stand behind your statement. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, what do you think about, like, Evermore as, like, a different album? Do you think it's pretty much, like, a same... Do you think it's just, like, just cut songs that were, like, from folklore that were just moved on to this era? Or do you think there was, like, a shift in tone or theme? Um, I felt that there was a shift in tone as far as like her vocals went, but theme wise, it was still, it was pretty similar. Yeah. And it seems like Joe, like her boyfriend of the moment is like helping her to write songs that are like super sad. And so I think they are going stronger in that regard. I think they're keeping, (laughs) like you were even talking about no body, no crime. And like, I feel like there wasn't there was a few, like, there was the trili- trilogy of, like, August, Cardigan on the last album That's and Betty. True. This one, mm. it was a little less clear, but I think it, there was a bunch of, like, fictional, non-fictional songs. So, right. I felt like No Body, No Crime was definitely the, like, um, picture to burn of Evermore. That's how <laughs> I felt. Yeah. It was, like, her first country song in a while. Like, truly country. It felt like Goodbye Earl by the Chicks. Or we were talking about like Rihanna Man Down, some classic mm. murder anthems. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say that I got a lot of like Maggie Rogers vibes from this oh. album just because of like 
the amount of twang that is in Taylor's voice and in the music in general. And the bonus tracks gave me that too, like the twang on it. Oh, definitely. And I think my theory is, is that as she's re-recording, like she's getting the twang of her old old albums and like she's re-recording at the same time that she was making these new songs for Evermore. And so I think it just became entangled and that twang is here. Yeah, it's here and it's here to stay. Like Cowboy Like Me, like where did she get this country vibe? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she's kind of had, I think, like I said, in like these albums, she's kind of stepping into herself and part of stepping into yourself is like, doing some examination of of your past yeah and her past is very country of course it is and she i don't know was she born in like tennessee no yeah. i think so okay yeah yeah the heartland now she's in i don't know where she's living now london no new york new york i think it's new york okay. i think she i think she goes back and forth but i think she's primarily in new york okay interesting yeah but she seems like she's also like diving into her family history like she's going like last album she talked about on Epiphany, um, her grandpa. And this time she's mm-hmm. talking about her grandma in Marjorie. And she even like unearthed some like old vocals of her grandma singing. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That was a favorite moment for me. I love that song. Did you like Marjorie? Um, no, but that's okay. <laughs> well, your first song, you only liked happiness, right? I literally only liked happiness. Although I will say that I liked... Um, uh, oh my gosh, what was the second bonus track? Tolerate it. Oh, no, no, no. It's time to go. Yeah, it's time to go. I really like it's time to go. I didn't like tolerate it at all. Okay. There was some. There was a mix of like slow songs and like some bops. Um, mm-hmm. I remember loving Ivy at the very beginning when it was out in like December 11th era. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she really delivered on the lyrics because some of my favorite lyrics were like, I didn't always love, like I didn't like closure because it has a lot going on in the background, but I love the line, where was it? It was, um, I know I'm just a wrinkle in your new life. In your new life, staying friends would iron it out so nice. And I just love that metaphor and just the way she says it. I, I really like how she's being real. Maybe it's fictional though, but I really like the lyrics in that song. Yeah, my I think the my favorite lyrics from the whole album again they come from happiness, but um, they were and in the disbelief I can't face reinvention. I haven't met the new me yet. Ooh, that really resonated with me. I don't know why, but it kind of sent me back to like um, post breakup mode where mm. you're kind of like you're facing reinvention and yeah. it's hard. And yeah, I don't know. I was like dang that really that hit home yeah no I feel that and I feel like she I feel like Taylor thinks that too of like she's always searching for the new me she's always searching for the new era the new song the new look the new hairstyle and I feel like her just putting her up hair in braids she's just like she's ready for it but she's also like what is the new me do I have to have a new me like that's yeah, kind of true. the angst I felt in this album of like it's very raw. I can, be, I can do what I want. She has her own label now. Or no, she doesn't she owns her own music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah. I also love Cowboy Like Me. Did you like that one a little bit? I feel like the lyrics mm-hmm. are really powerful. Um, Forever's the sweetest con. I've had some tricks up my sleeve. Takes one to know when you're a cowboy like me. Like mm. Yeah. Definitely. I, I did like the um it had a bit of cowboy like me had a bit of a um 
smirkiness to it that yeah. I really liked. Just like with the, especially with the takes one to no one, it was yeah. very much like, like she's a You're a bandit. I'm a bandit. Her. Criminals and crime. Partners in crime. Yeah, exactly. Yep. She's like admitting her like pitfalls. Not that I would think it's a pitfall, but like rec- by recognizing the pitfalls in herself, she is seeing them in another person. And that's pretty powerful, I think. I like it. Oh, I saw someone get a tattoo of it on like one of the lyrics on their forearm. And I was like, oh, Liv would love this. Is it stick and poke or something? Ooh, but a different I lyric. Tattoos. no i don't i don't have enough (laughs) i don't have any but i feel like i would i would i wouldn't get a lyric because i i feel feel like i move on too quickly Mm. but i would love one carter let me tattoo you yeah next time you come to canada when the borders open yeah seriously (laughs) (laughs) was there any skips for you i mean you didn't like some of them but would you skip any like below was like a big skip for me again it was just because of the the breathy vocals I couldn't <laughs> handle it I could I, it was such a like the wrong foot to start off on too I felt like because the rest of the album is pretty strong I was just really disappointed in it interesting like, well did you like the music video um no okay but I thought it was like interesting because she was like came out in like a banjo I like banjos I will say that I don't know if it was a banjo, but she was like following, she was had like an invisible string. It was more like a golden string. And I feel like it linked to the last album. Mm. I, I, I liked the one as a better opener from Folklore. Mm. You like that one too, right? Do you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I think so. But there was, I feel like the only one that I still don't love or hasn't grown on me is Coney Island. I don't know why. Yeah. Actually, I do know why. It's um, <laughs> it's Aaron Dressner, I think, is featured on it, The National and mm. it just feels like too much of a contrast between them. But I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. Every song in the album was my favorite, I think. Like, I, I go between Evermore. I go between Dorothea, which mm. I think is about Selena Gomez. Like, what? Mm. Um, tolerate it. Yeah. yeah. Long story short, even, was a really good one. That's, like, the only, like, it feels really upbeat. Mm. It feels like a good 2020 song. Like, long story short, it was a bad time. (laughs) (laughs) Long story short, we didn't have a good time. It was horrible. (laughs) Crying at the party. Yeah. Just kidding. Not at the party. Don't go to parties. Wear your masks. (laughs) Yeah, good reminder. Thank you. I had to put it in there. Yeah. Okay, we talked about our skips. I mean, I thought it was a... I thought it was a good second album. I don't think that many people could do a second album on the same kind of theme or the same kind that's of that's like, true i think she pulled it off and i think she even if she was pretending to be indie i think she did a good job pretending yeah yeah no i i'd have to agree like she did it well which she always does everything well it's almost like it's um, almost like it, ang- it makes like you angry really good. it's just it, like how does she does. do everything so well how does she exactly. not fumble the ball maybe i'm jealous maybe i wish i was taylor swift thing is when she did release me for the single for lover like i was like that's a fumble i thought that was a fumble for sure it just felt like a kid's song mm, it was yeah. like i'm the only one of me like come on like that's yeah. the only thing we had i don't know and that's what i'm talking about with the cheesy lyrics do you think they were but they felt like a little bit less cheesy because they were sometimes fictional or like they were sometimes she it did feel like she was reaching into the vocabulary toolbox sometimes to get you know interesting words so i can feel yeah. you on that one 
Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I feel seen. (laughs) Yep, you are. (laughs) There are so many conspiracy theories. I don't know if you're invested into any of them, but for a while in December, like around Christmas, everyone was occupied with like third album rumors. And Mm. um, yeah, just like, when is she going to drop something? When is she going to release something? And there was so much like arguments between Swifties because I'm invested on Swifty um, fandom. I'm not a Swifty yet. I feel like I'm still like a fan, but I'm not. Anyway, people were thinking like, oh, you need to enjoy the new album. Like, don't be focused on the third album. If there's a, a if it's like a trilogy of folklore, everyone and something. People were calling it Woodvale. People were, yeah. Mm. But I don't know. I'm I'm open to another surprise album. Just, you know, maybe not, maybe in like April or March when I need it, right. when I'm going through exams. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty good. I don't need another surprise album. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready I, for a proper album cycle. Yeah. Well, I would like surprise albums from other artists but now i'm like okay cool we've seen taylor she's been seen she's been heard Mm -hmm. it kind of feels like the ariana grande like she had her two albums in the year she did the she did the dang thing Mm -hmm. no it's like who's who's gonna have it next who's gonna have the spotlight for the rest of quarantine your mom (laughs) (laughs) you're like i did that that just kind of came out oops she's like she's getting that spotlight my mom's gonna release an ep Swaski <laughs> is gonna release a ep yeah i haven't even met your mom that's so funny no she should be featured on here one episode that'd be fun that would be fun bring the moms on <gasps> we could totally leave, no, leave the episode and like it would just be our mom <laughs> backtrack bad oh. idea i'm thinking about it further i don't want it <laughs> <laughs> okay I have nothing to ask against you. our moms i love both our moms <laughs> even though i haven't really i've only heard your mom in the background of your zooms yeah and i've only heard about your mom yeah. but i love the moms all good things all good things so would your mom approve of evermore yeah, um, except for uh, the parts where Taylor cusses. But otherwise... Those are like the best parts. It feels like she's being authentic. I, I think it's one of the best parts when Taylor cusses. But my mom would not appreciate it. I mean, there is clean version, but... That's a good point. And sometimes they are better. Sometimes like, I feel like they give good lyrics. I don't know. I think yeah. she's give, she, she gave indie, uh, indie flavor when she swears casually. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of indie songs have cusses in them. I feel like cusses is like an English word of saying it, like a UK word. Cusses? Cusses. <laughs> I don't know. I just grew up saying, oh, that's a cuss word. Don't say that. <laughs> so is Taylor Swift indie to you? Has she convinced you yet? No. Oh, my God. Me? She totally has. Like, this is like one of her alter egos. And it will live forever with me. Evermore. Mm-hmm. Forevermore. Okay. Forevermore. It's living with Carter. Just she hasn't pulled the wool over my eyes. She hasn't done it. I see through her act. No, I think she had a good run with it and she did it well, even though I didn't like it. Um, and I'm sorry. I'm and I think she really gave us, I think she gave, she knows when to give stuff to us. I feel like she knows when we'll appreciate something. Even if we yeah. don't enjoy it, we enjoyed the entertainment of it all. Yeah. I enjoyed making this episode. I enjoyed planning it. Mm. 
and talking yeah, about oh, it Yeah, oh, definitely. With you. I enjoyed doing the research for it and everything. I had a There's a lot time. to research as well. Like, there's oh a lot gosh, that goes into it. You never there's realize that when you assignment. go into <laughs> when you go into the Taylor Swift world, you realize that there's a whole like world that yeah. you have to know. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Wow. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. If you've got this far, we love you. Yeah, seriously. I feel like we made a lot of good points this episode, so we did. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to hear everyone's feedback. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited to have some conversations about this episode. I'm yeah, sure. I mean, who knows? There's going to be if there's like an is Taylor Swift EDM. Is <laughs> Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna tune out now, but we're excited to see you guys back here for the next episode. Yes. Yeah, see you next time. All right. Bye.